if you want to stay in the same situation, then continue doing what you're doing. And you guys can get on board and go down this four-lane highway and just rock it out, and you don't have to have a decade of learning process. Meet people where they are. If you want to have all types of clients, be a Rubik's Cube. Meet them where they want to be met. We have to know our numbers. We have to know how much we want, and then what, how many deals do I have to close to make that a reality? What I want to do over the next half hour or so is give you clarity on the items that really are going to generate money for you and allow you to do the things you want to do. So if you're not currently being coached by the people in the industry that are doing it at the highest level, then you're working too hard to get there. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast with Kenneth Travis and Sean Zamanoff. Hello everybody, Sean Zamanoff here with Kenneth Travis. Kenneth, how are you today? And if I was doing any better, I couldn't stand it. Yeah, I don't think I could either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everybody, welcome to our Next Level Loan Officers podcast, I'm joined by Michael Reagan from Petaluma, California. Michael, how are you today? Good. No, I'm great. And thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Awesome, man. Well, uh, we got a lot to cover in a short time. Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, uh, you know, you're doing 60 million a year, closing 150-ish plus loans. Tell, tell us a little bit about your team, how that's set up, and uh, maybe your, your secrets of success that you're rolling with right now. <laughs> yeah, basically, I, you know, how we set up the team years ago, and, and I was talking to you earlier about it, <clears throat> was essentially, you know, I've got a six and a four-year-old. So when my daughter was born, uh, my wife and I made the decision that, look, you know, this is an amazing business. We have the flexibility, but we want to make sure we actually enjoy our, our little ones and we want to have a life. And that was important to us. So we really set it up that I would only work Tuesday through Thursday so that on Monday and Fridays, I had them all to myself, uh, especially because we didn't do, you know, preschool or, or any care, that kind of thing um, in the first two years. So it was really that I wanted time with them, but it's how do you do that? And how do you have an efficient business? You got to really focus on your calendars, right? So the three days that I'm out, I'm not messing around. I mean, my day is booked. I know exactly what I'm doing, what lead gen I'm doing, who I'm meeting with, what I'm doing, um, so that I'm probably getting more done in three days than most people get done in a week. And that was the whole focus. And so with my wife, basically, I do the lead generation and the client retention. Um, and then she meets with the clients and, and basically with our assistant, Chadwick, uh, make sure everything gets taken care of. So we're a very efficient team. Um, don't have a lot of extra people or anything like that, but we're just very efficient. We've got our system down. Um, we're able to take care of our clients, do a great job and also have a life and that's important to us that reminds me of like the day before vacation how uh how much people get done the day before they travel so you got three days a week that are always like that exactly and i love it actually because it's it's one of those things that i know those days i'm gonna be 100 percent focused i'm not messing around everything i do is lead generation or for building our business um you know i'm not sitting there just you know playing around or playing on facebook anything like that if I'm out, I'm actually meeting with people. I'm doing things that are bringing in business. So that's my focus. Absolutely. Awesome, man. So I know something that's very big in your business, in your world. And for those of us uh, watching our video right now, they see you standing in front of this green screen. You're <laughs> yeah, no, because I'm darn big on video incorporating it into your business. It, I am. No, I think it's critical. It, it's a way to connect with people because in this in this kind of industry, right, you, you get a lot of people that will call you that maybe don't know a lot about you. And social proof, it's huge but it's also trust. And I think what's missing is trust. And when you can connect with people and build the trust, it just makes life so much easier and, and so much better business and so much better uh, clients that are really committed to you. So what I've done is I've used video to help kind of create that trust. And one of the things that I did was I did a promo video about our team. 
um, and that lets people kind of know who we are, but not just the loan part about who we are as a person, how we're committed to the community. Um, just a, a little touch about a little flavor of who we are and why they would want to do business with us and what makes us different. So I do that, but also during the loan process, I've uh, filmed videos that every client gets throughout the loan process. It explains, you know, what the process is, what's going on, what to expect next. Um, so that they're always getting that. What that's done is that was reduced significantly. We almost get no calls when loans are in process because people know what's going on. The communication is there, but I'm not having to reinvent the wheel every single time we have a, you know, a, helping a family. It's that we have the videos, we have the templates, we have everything done, but people are actually getting to see my face. They're getting to see me and hear me every single update they get. Then on top of that, when I do, you know, clients, I have clients that, you know, say you'll meet with them or pre-approve them and they don't buy right away, right? So I also do videos for them, weekly updates. Um, and I'll do it sometimes every two weeks, do a video, send it to them like, hey, here's what's going on in the market. You know, here's what, what has changed. Um, just to kind of give them that, that touch that number one, I'm the expert. And number two, another touch that's in video that no one else is going to do for them. And so I'm really big into using video, also video about community resources, you know, community events, things like that. Um, so I try to do as much as I can. Absolutely. Awesome, man. So what, um, on, on the videos that you're doing, what uh, percent of those are something that you record and send out to your, like everybody who's in some kind of approval standpoint or, or how many of those are like, Hey, Kenneth, this is what's up, man. Um, how does that work for you? Yeah. So if it's a mass email in terms of like, say, say I may have 30 or 40 people that are in the pre-approval stage, you know, they're sitting in the pipeline, nothing's going, that's a mass one, right? That just, I don't have the time to do an individual one where I do individual videos are for my A clients. So I'm, I'm a big believer in Todd Duncan's 80, 20 rule, right? So I really focus on the 20%. And so what I do is for my top 20% clients and referral partners, that's where the individual videos come in. We're all send them like a happy birthday or just checking in things like that. Uh, but when I'm doing mass emails to more pre-approval stage, it's, it's going to be a mass, right? It's going to be a general message. I'm not doing specific messages, but that's where we mix in calls, texts, other touch points, but we integrate video in there. So there's a mix of everything, uh, depending on what the client, you know, wants essentially or, or appreciates. We were also discussing and something that, uh, Kenneth and I talk about with uh, our next level peeps all the time is mindset. You were, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about some loan officers, some realtors kind of have uh, maybe the fourth quarter was the first. You, you gave me a stat about NAR. Go ahead and run with that stat that you were giving me. Yeah, because I was on, and again, I, I don't remember exactly where I heard this, but I heard it very recently was that NAR said that about 83% of real estate agents in the business right now haven't been through a downturn market. I mean, that's huge. Um, and so, you, you know, what I heard in the fourth quarter last year was as the market kind of all of a sudden shifted, it seemed like September, October, at least for us in my area. You had that shift, people start complaining, oh, a house takes 45 days or 60 days to sell, or you know, it seems slow down when we had everything was closing in you know, 21 days or less kind of thing. And so they didn't really, they thought there was something wrong with the market. I'm like, no, this is kind of normal market, right? This is a whole lot better than it was during the crash because I started the business in 06. So it's like, this is nothing compared to what we went through. This is just kind of a normalized market. So stop whining and stop complaining. Like let's focus on, this is still a hell of an opportunity that you can do a lot because there's going to be a lot of people that have not been through the downturn. They're going to get number one, get out of the business or number two, be, put themselves in such a negative mindset that they're not going to do the things that it takes to succeed. So let's have a great mindset. Let's, let's see what it takes to win in 2019. And what do we need to do? We need to have a great mindset because it's all about the story you tell yourself. If you tell yourself a story that year sucks and it's going to be horrible and tough, guess what? Your year's going to suck and it's going to be horrible. and It's going to be terrible. But if you say, Hey, this is going to be an amazing year. And this is my year. Not only as people get out of the business, but for me to grow my market share. That's powerful. And if you focus on that, and you also have to be kind of a psychologist 
or a rah-rah for your, your referral partners and your clients. Like, hey, stop waiting. There's a cost of waiting. Um, you know, and things like that, that you show them why they need to do it, or, Hey, this is a great opportunity to build your business when no one else is. I think the mindset is critical this year. And it's, it's going to be for the people who win and lose is based on mindset. Absolutely. And Kenneth, I don't think you could have put that on more of a T for you to file that up with. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's our language, isn't it, Sean? Uh, yeah. Uh, Michael, I couldn't agree more with you. I think that there's a lot of people that sit back in their own misery and do nothing. And like you have to move and people just aren't willing to do the, the little things mm-hmm. uh, that help create energy within our business and within our circle and our fear and our communities to, uh, um, you know, to push forward, you know, and like people sometimes like, and it's so simple. It's like people ask all the time, well, what do you do? Well, man, I'm out there working, I'm networking, I'm seeing people, I'm doing things that most people aren't willing to do. And when you, you ask the, the, the average loan officer out there to send videos out, to their prospects and or people in the, you know, in the process, you know, whether you're a lead, uh, a prospect, a pre-approval, a pre-approved, I mean, that's a big conversation, right? And to like interject videos into that, like, well, that's a lot of work. Where do I start? How do I do that? But those are the things that guys like us do that are different that most people aren't willing to do and is why we are more successful than the majority of the loan officers out there that sit around and hope mm-hmm. that business will get better. And man, what we've learned is like, hope's not a strategy, right? Sitting around <laughs> yeah. and waiting for something to happen just doesn't work. And so it's like, <clears throat> there's so many marketing things that loan officers can do. There's thousands of things to do. Just pick a few of them that work well for you in your market to play into your strengths and do those things, right? Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. It's doing something, but uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to another question I have for you. And I just, you know, Michael, like for me, man, like I like to keep shit real, right? Like yes. I'm wired. And, there you go. And what happens with people like us is like sometimes people just see the success that we've had and they don't necessarily see all the pains that we've gone through over time. And mm-hmm. what I'm hearing from you and, and, and that I, even I'm in this about is like, hey, dude, I work three days a week, right? I got processes yeah. and teams in place. And that's amazing. Like, that's a really cool place to be. Um, I, just to be honest with you, I couldn't work three days a week. It didn't work for me, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong or worse. It just means that you and I are different. But like three days a week just doesn't work for me because of the way I'm wired. But, um, but how do you get there, right? Like, because a lot of people are hearing this and they're saying three days a week, shit. You know, <laughs> million, man. You know, 150, 171 transactions, impressive, right? How do you, how long did it take you to get there? Maybe just give a little insight. Like, what could you tell someone that, you know, like, like what did it look like for you to get to the point to where you're at now? Yeah, no, I mean, great question. And, and it is, it's one of those things where it took me a long time because I was used to the four or five, six days a week, you know, kind of working. Because when I first started, we, and basically in 09, and my wife and I got to the point where we were working for a big bank, right? And we said, we can't take this anymore. We're either going on our own and we're making it or we're not making it essentially. So we went on our own and I had to work six, seven days a week for quite some time, right? To build the momentum, get that snowball going. Cause I had no contacts. We were at a big bank, basically training portfolio, right? I, so I had to just say, look, I'm going to teach myself. I'm going to get, you know, coaching. I'm going to get help, um, learn that. And it was just kind of a forced thing. Cause when my daughter came, it was like, look, I have a goal. My, it's your why, right? We all have our different why. My why was I want to be a dad. I actually want to be involved in my daughter's life and now my son's life. I want to be around. So how do I do that? Well, working, you know, 80 hours a week is not, not going to work. 
So I said, I need to be super unbelievably focused and efficient in everything we do. And so that's what we've done. We, we've automated a lot of the processes. So using like I use iJungle, I've been using it since 2010. Um, we automate the database, we automate the follow-up, we do the videos, we do everything, the templates are all done. So really you can just be so much more efficient. And then also it's a team, right? So you have to have a good team around you. So I couldn't do that. If I had a horrible team, I couldn't do that. And so putting people around you that actually can do their job, that I don't have to micromanage everything they do, I tell them what I need them to do and they just do it. And so when you get that production, it's a production line, right? Your clients don't realize that, but it's a production line. And so when you have everything pre-done, the videos done, the, the templates done, the system done, then it's really easy to teach someone who's smart that, hey, this is what I want done, do it exactly how I want it, and then just repeat. And so when you put those systems together and you're focused on, I want, this is what I have to do. To live the life that I want to live, this is what I have to do. It forces you to do that. And then it also forces me to be unbelievably efficient on the three days that I have, right? So, but it's, it's just a mindset that this is what my why is. This is why I'm doing this. And so you do it. And that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, there's a lot of growing pains, right? You got to figure out how can I do something better? Or this is all of a sudden starting to take more time. How do I become more successful? How do I do that? And that's where it's something like you. I mean, having a coach is so critical because a coach can see, hey, you're missing this. You should do this better. Um, super critical. So absolutely. It's just, but it's focus. It's really comes down to focus and what your desire is. So everybody, everybody hear that, make sure that, you know, you heard exactly what Michael said. He, he did the work first. He had oh, to put yeah. in those six and seven days a week time in order to build the system, to build the business, to grow it to where he could bring the other people in and incorporate it and make that happen. You can't just go to your calendar and say, I'm not working these days and, <laughs> uh, and the business is still going to come and it's going to happen because without systems and procedures and fine tuning it, man, you're, uh, you're going to go broke quick working three. Yeah. And, and then, and then you think of this, I mean, we're in 2019, we really came together in 2010. I mean, this is now nine years in process, right? And I'm always evolving. Um, it, we're never static, but this is a process. Yeah. We worked our tails off. We found what worked, what didn't work. And then we, and we do it from there and we're always learning and always adapting. I mean, that's the critical thing in this business is if you find a way to do something better, do it. So we were talking earlier, you said your, uh, your schedule's built to enjoy life. So mm -hmm. If you, there's a, a loan officer, there's a manager who's listening to this or watching us right now, I'm like, man, I would really be able to love to, and I, I'd just, it'd be great if I could work 45 hours a week instead of 70 hours a week. Where would you tell them to start? And where did you stumble when, uh, when you started and trying to contract? What pitfalls did you have that they can learn from? Well, I think where you start, number one, is you better have a good database. Um, if you don't have a database that automates everything for you, life's going to be really tough, right? So I think that where you would start, number one, is having an amazing database that can automate things. And so you can never forget. So you're not thinking about stuff you're just doing. So I think database is number one. And then realize you need to get out of your desk. So I'm in my office. You see behind me my green screen room where I shoot my videos. But in the rest of my office, I don't actually have an office. Like if I come in, I'm sitting at the conference room. My wife has this beautiful big office and, and we have a bunch of offices, but I don't have one. The whole point is if I'm here, I'm out, right? I should be out doing money-making activities, doing business building. So I think the focus is have an amazing database and then go meet people. But don't do something. The, the biggest thing I see as an error is don't do things you don't want to do. In terms of, I see people all over doing an event or they're at an event, they're doing something that they don't actually care about, right? Like if you don't care about kids, why are you at an education foundation meeting? Or why are you at you know, a college meeting or things? Because they have a lot of networking mixers. Why are you there? Because you don't care. Find what your passion is, what you care about, and what you enjoy, 
And then it's birds of a feather. I'm a huge believer in birds of a feather. So find the people that you connect with, that you like, what your passion is, and get involved in that. Because number one, you're going to enjoy life, right? You're, you're going to actually enjoy what you're doing. And two, you'll be surrounded by people that are very similar-minded, that are birds of a feather. They're going to appreciate you. And there's going to be an easier connection because you already have something in common. So that's what I would say is the pitfall is don't focus on stuff you don't want to do. Focus on what you're really good at and what you enjoy and, and start getting out there, whether that's horses, whether that's baseball. I don't care what it is. Find what you love and go do it and go meet people that have that same passion. And then it just grows from there. And, and I also don't oversell myself either. I'm not the one that passes out my business card everywhere and puts my face on everything. I think you have to develop the relationships first. And then they intrinsically kind of, then you start talking about business, start talking about things. I'm not one that does this mega marketing. I actually don't, the marketing that I do do is for my current clients, not really for new clients. It's all referral based because I'm actually taking the time to meet people and care about them and building that trust. And I really think trust is, is a huge thing that we're missing in this world that people need and they connect with. Yes, yes, it is, man. Well, appreciate your time today, man. You shared a lot with us in a, in a very short time. And uh, this was a great conversation. No, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for what you do too. Yeah, well, we appreciate that. And uh, Mr. Travis, would you like to send us off? Yeah, man. Uh, so if there are some loan officers that are out there, they're looking for uh, something different. Uh, Michael, man, he just, there's so many golden nuggets in this uh, conversation that we could expand upon and go for literally like hours and have conversations about things. Um, but if, if you're looking to do something different, you're looking to, for real change, not like, not change from a place of like um, just giving me, you know, surface confusion type of work, but I'm talking about like details in the trenches, real marketing strategies and tactics, get your cell phone out and text the word trademark. I mean, uh, text the word next level, not trademark, my bad. It's uh, text the word next level to 36260. All right. And uh, and get plugged into next level loan officers. We've got a lot of amazing opportunities for loan officers, whether you've been doing this uh, and you're brand new to the business. Uh, or you've been a, uh, a rock star veteran like Mike uh, who's killing it, right? Uh, we have things for everyone. And, uh, and it's not so much uh, the awesome coaches, it's the community of people that we've built and the amazing uh, people that we surround ourselves well, uh, with and the value that they bring is what makes the group so awesome. So, Michael, thank you very much, man. Uh, Sean, thanks for hosting us today. You're always awesome. And uh, until, guys, until next time, we'll see you very soon. Take care. Make it a great day. See y'all.